Well, we almost uh, we almost were not able to uh, get this done today because uh, I was I was in New Jersey this morning at a funeral, oh, <laughs> but it was on Zoom. <laughs> oh, this is your first Zoom funeral that you've been. First, I first, even, I've yeah. never been to one. Yeah, uh, it was all right. It was it was fine. You know, what was done was what was needed to be done, and and everything was. I have one one quick story. This is my my brother's mother-in-law got it my brother's wife's okay. mother 89 and uh uh they're all getting up there doing their their nice stories about her funny stories and and and, and the rest you know her other children and and so then um <clears throat> my uh brother's son this would be her grandson okay her name was lee her grandson who's now 27 or 28, he says, uh, uh, she was one of a kind. You know, when when I was 12, I was uh, in my, my wrestling years. I was really into wrestling <laughs> at that age. So how, I was, how, how old is the kid now? He's 20? He's, well, he's 27. Okay, okay. so it's like 15 Tw- years ago. Right, right. So he says, uh, it was a Sunday night in 2005, and it was SummerSlam. 2005 pay-per-view and i said to to grandma i really want to watch this and she was the kind of grandma that said okay let's buy it okay so that bucks right whatever it was you know that stuff was way more than proportionally what a fantastic grandmother and so he says well this was three hours long and by the time we got to the end of it, she was more invested in it than I was. <laughs> this is my my uh, nephew Brian. I, I thought it was a great story. A great story. Funny, I'm, and it's something they shared together. Yeah, a universe. That, that, yeah. For people like like for people like us, like people like when I say us, me and Bryant, and we have we have a wrestling podcast called the Katie Vick is Alive Alive. Right. A lot of times it's the same thing as it was for people who grew up in the Midwest in baseball towns and stuff like that. They go to the you know they go see a Cardinals game or something or a Cubs game with their dad, and they they become hooked. And and we didn't have pro sports teams like that in North Carolina. That was something we usually shared with an older brother or parent or something, and that's why it became you know, in our veins and everything. We had to love it for the rest of our lives. But you're right. Most of us do grow out of it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't get that. I, I never got the memo. Mm. <laughs> and I never shall. All right. It's, it's okay. If, if if you die tomorrow, you know what I'm telling about you. Well, <laughs> it's going to be, I'm just going to say, it's not easy to watch these days. It's it's really kind of, it's like choking down your broccoli or your Brussels sprouts oh, these days. Yeah. It's not easy. Let's yeah. see. Your main event at SummerSlam 2005 would have been the immortal Hulk Hogan taking on the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Okay. There you go. That would have been your main event for SummerSlam 2005 uh, live from the MCI Center. I believe that would have been in Washington, D.C., Brad. And you didn't even have to look that up. You knew that by I, heart. I'm I sure. knew that 18,000 were in attendance <laughs> as Hulk Hogan sucked down another payday before America found out he was a racist piece of garbage. Right. Okay. Now, you know what makes me happiest in situations like we're in right now. It's where I write something on Facebook, mm-hmm. and then the next day, somebody that I really, really respect says exactly the same thing. Right. 
and, and then I say, well, how come they're so fucking famous and I'm doing a fucking podcast? And But I, I get over that quickly, and I go, no, I'm just glad that, that I'm not thinking like, you know, a, like a moron, okay? <laughs> That's right. Right. So yet yesterday, yesterday, late afternoon, early evening, I, I, I posted a, a screed saying, after watching Trump, saying, if they don't shove up every Republican's ass and Donald Trump's extremely wide ass, his intent to destroy, his professed spoken attempt to destroy Social Security and Medicare right on the spot, but we'll just stick with Social Security right now. He said it in plain English Wednesday afternoon. I am going to, if reelected, eliminate the payroll tax to fund Social Security because it's a horrible tax, and I love to cut your taxes, and you're so fucking stupid that you'll love that, and you think that's a great idea, and it'll create jobs, which it won't, but I'm going to say it because I'm Donald Trump, and I'm a dictator, I'm a liar, I'm a piece of shit, right? He said that, he said that yesterday. He said those words. Out his I, own I, mouth. Out of his own mouth. Out of his own mouth. I will get rid of the payroll tax if I am reelected. So then someone actually asked him, well, if you rescind the payroll tax, how do you take care of Social Security? And Trump, again, said something so unbelievable that it should cost him the election, regardless of everything everything else that he will ever do, ever say, ever think about. Here's his answer. We will take it out of the general fund. And what will we be doing if we do that? We'll get it approved in that case by Congress. Sure. And we'll take money from other places other than we will not take it from Social Security. Now, I'm reading his exact words, and, of course, as you know, what I just said made no sense. But that's of course it doesn't, saying. because it, there's no sense to be made of it. But let me read that sentence again so you know that I'll – and we'll take money from – will, W-I-L-L, not will, we will, what will, W-I-L-L, take money from other places other than we will not take it from Social Security which, if you took it literally, would mean we we're not going to take money from Social Security to pay for Social Security. Okay, It's, 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 it's mind-bending. It's, it's even stupid by stupid people's uh, standards. He said, we're going to have tremendous growth for you. Take a look at what is happening now, next year, unless somebody comes in. Okay, so... Somebody comes in. Yeah, somebody, right, right. So just one more time. And and I, I still see this. There are people who think halfway on a, a subject like this. They think they're nailing Trump because he wants to take away their dedicated account somewhere that has their name on it that says my Social Security account <laughs> that, that I've been paying into out of my paycheck. And people and I know we have a fucking stupid ass country and that's not how you Get your Social Security when you retire. If you're 40 right now and in 25 years, there's not a bank account with your fucking name on it where you're going to draw out of it. You're getting money from the people who are going to be probably working then, and the money goes to you then. It's a pay-as-you-go, and they try to set aside a certain amount as a trust fund to make sure that they can always pay this and that it never goes broke, and it's 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 under a lot of pressure right now, but... But the Social Security fund and the Social Security payments are not subject to a vote by the Congress every six months, and it's not part of the general 
tax revenues that come in uh, based on how the economy is 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 do it, it's just not it and that's how they set it up in 1935. Tell that's me this. They, tell me this. Trump, Trump wants to destroy. He will literally destroy it. He's trying to. But how, are you hearing a lot of Republican senators step forward and lawmakers go, God, that's really stupid. We can't have that. No, I, I do not believe what the president says. Is that happening? Because I don't I don't think that's happening, is it? I'm, I'm hard of hearing. I'm hard of hearing. So maybe I'm not hearing that. So now, and this is the this is the thing that they'll tell you all the time. The Republicans go, oh, the, the Democrats have been histrionic about the Social Security thing. They say all the time that the Republicans are going to destroy it. We're not going to destroy. And the Republicans have been trying to destroy Social Security since minute one. And here he is saying it. And look at them. They're not going. No, 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 no. Hey, no, no. We're not doing that. So when they tell you that the Democrat, they're trying to gaslight the Democratic Party over the past 80 years, however long Social Security has been around, and it's, the Republicans have tried to kill it a million and one times. It's death by a thousand cuts. He wants to come in and just lop the head right off of it. This is so over-the-top egregious. Now, late yesterday afternoon after this was all over, uh, somebody in the Republican hierarchy sent John Roberts of Fox a cleanup on aisle 1600 memo saying it's not really going to happen. He didn't mean that. Okay. <laughs> and that's as far as it went. I haven't heard anybody else verify that he's taking it back or that he didn't mean it or that he didn't know what he was talking about or that uh, uh, anything that he said he didn't at least mean in terms of trying to get himself reelected by thinking that people are stupid enough to go, well, if, if for a few months, those of us who are, are working, uh, did not have the, the, uh, six and a half percent taken out for, uh, Medicare and, and, and Social Security, that that would be such a fantastic race. That would be so much money. I was going to vote for Joe Biden. I'm voting for Trump. Now, he may really think that. He may really think that. And he may really think that people won't realize that uh, if he loses and he doesn't completely take away the payroll tax and destroy Social Security, they're going to have to pay that money back that they're not having taken out of their checks right now. There's going to be a big bill that's going to be due for that. And this is the ultimate gaslighting of how stupid do you think the voters are Donald Trump? And he's making a bet. He's putting all his chips on the table on how stupid everyone is in this country to not realize that. And they're not realizing it and not paying attention to it because right now him trying to gut the Postal Service has moved to the head of the line, head of the Drudge Report, everywhere where he went on Fox, where else, and frankly, in plain language, admitted, admitted that he doesn't want any more money to go to the Postal Service right yeah. now because yeah. he does not want, and of course this is a phrase that he made up out of, whole cloth, doesn't want universal mail-in ballots, which no one ever said there'd be universal mail-in ballots. Let me um, let me read the exact quote. They want $3.5 billion for something that'll turn out to be fraudulent. That's election money. Basically, they want $3.5 billion for the mail-in votes. Universal mail-in ballots, Natch, what you just said. They want $25 billion. 
billion for the post office. Now they need that money in order to make the post office work so it can take all of these millions and millions of ballots. Trump said uh, repeatedly, and he said they cannot have both. He is blatantly in plain daylight saying he is willing to fuck up the post office to make sure that he doesn't win the election, to make sure that he does win the election. That's what he's saying right there. And I don't know what anybody's going to do about that, but he is in plain sight telling you what he wants to do. Uh, yeah, and when you look at those lists of, you know, ten things that a dictator does, you know, this is kind of right on that list where he, in plain sight, will fix an election, will will, will alter what's going on. Now, um, I'm not going to deal in what I think should happen or what I think might happen. I'm going to try to deal in the reality of what we have here, okay? And right now... We have a, a a postal service that does deliver the mail, and they do pick it up, and they do they do get your shit to where it needs to get to. Or as I like to always say, you know, I've lived uh, a long time. I'm almost sixty five. I can't ever remember not getting a bill in the mail. They always seem <laughs> to to make it. So they're really pretty good. They're pretty dependable, and 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 the folks who work in the postal service uh, they do take it as a sacred trust and for instance where we are brit they're going to send out the mail-in ballots beginning the first week in september you know three weeks from now so if you've already uh, sent in your application you should be getting one uh, fairly quickly at the beginning of september what has to happen right now is there has to be a national push a national push for people to do this fast Right. Not wait till October 29th to send in your ballot. What are you waiting for? And this will defeat anything, anything that Donald Trump tries to do. Because- let me tell you, let me, let me specifically go before you continue on. If you want to get yours in North Carolina, NSB, NS, NCSBE, North Carolina State Board of Elections.gov. That's where you can find the instructions. Mm-hmm. NCSBE.gov. And that's exactly where you can find out how to very easily uh, get your absentee uh, ballot. Yeah, now, we, we, uh, we downloaded the thing and, and filled it out about three weeks ago and, and, and sent it in. We're in Guilford County. And uh, since then, I've gotten... Let's see. Our uh, our temple sent us sent us the uh, the mail in ballot application. They sent us uh, some, and then we got some from an independent group. So uh, they're they're flying around all over the place. So uh, uh, even if you don't have a computer, you don't have a printer, you don't have any. You know, you they're not that hard to to find. And I'm sure you can go down to the to the post office itself or to the Democratic or Republican Party headquarters and. Mm-hmm. And they and they have them there. Remember what I told you. Remember what I told you a couple of weeks ago about the Streisand effect. The more you try to cover something up or keep it from doing it, the more they're going to want to do it. And the more it's right. flying around out there, the more he tries to rail right. against this yeah. and try to make it harder for people to do it, the more people are going to go get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I saw the uh, the the postmaster general of Iowa Iowa on on TV last night, and uh, she was asked the direct question: Are you going to be able to handle this? She says. Of course we're going to be able to handle this. We're going to be able to handle this. And it goes back to my law of numbers issue. Look, if you take, let's say, 100 million people in the country decide to vote by mail. Well, we have 50 states, all right? So we have a lot of states where there are hardly any people, and then you have the more populous states. 
But if you spread out the hundred million to say, you know, okay, so California gets 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 twelve million of the, you know, they get more than ten percent because they got a lot of population. So it's not that much mail. <laughs> it's it's just not that much mail when you spread it out across the country. You know, uh, uh, I'm sure the the week before Christmas they get. Five billion pieces of mail. So a hundred million pieces of mail is not that much. And especially if you spread it out across the country, and especially if you spread it out time wise when you mail it. And that will beat whatever attempt Donald Trump is 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 trying to throw with his henchman, uh, Greensboro's own Louis DeJoy. Who is the God. new postmaster general? Who, by the way, and and I know you're going to be shocked. Apparently, he will not allow himself to be interviewed by anyone. Yeah. Is he is he in a basement somewhere? Because that's where I hear Joe Biden has been. He's trouble walking, you know. I, and I just want to apologize yeah, yeah. on behalf of our part of the world for unleashing this asshole on 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 humanity and trying to get him I, I i don't know when he became a good idea or when he became evil enough to cross over into donald trump world but he did and, and i apologize and if there was any way for us to recall the guy we'd have him back here and we you know we we'd put him in a room somewhere so he would harm himself and give him a couple of frosties i mean i i i, I hate that this guy has Greensboro attached to him. It really wouldn't matter, but I hate that, it, you know, that, that sort of toxicity has been unleashed upon the world. Probably like the people in Orlando hate the fact that Bessie, Betsy DeVos is out there, uh, you know, trying to get kids killed by getting them in school as soon as possible. It's, it's, well, it's I don't, I don't think they, ridiculous. they take, they take, uh, they take the blame for her. And That's we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not taking the blame for this guy either. I'm not it taking the It just hurts. It just is painful and it hurts. Before we get into some of the, a lame attack because they really don't know what to do with Kamala Harris at this point in this nomination. I did want to get your uh, comments on uh, Donald Trump finally achieving peace in the Middle East. I, I think that's a very important thing, and he needs to get complete and total credit for okay. this. Okay, uh, that's a bullshit story. <laughs> it's a total bullshit. The, the United Arab Emirates has always been the most dovish, mm-hmm. not really that anti-Israel little state over there and uh they have always wanted to get on board i think with uh it's egypt and jordan that have diplomatic relations with israel they always wanted to be on that 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 team because that's uh, against iran okay they have the, so the enemy of my enemy is is my friend and um again let's think about this let's think about this are people in the United States right now worried about the United Arab Emirates? Negative. Negative. Are, are, they, are they going to the polls thinking, well, I was going to vote for Biden, but boy, uh, Donald Trump is the great peacemaker. And, and he almost, almost came as close as you'll ever hear him come to being self-effacing and funny today when he announced this from behind the incompetent desk in the Oval Office. Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> it's Isn't the Resolute, it I believe is what they call that. The Resolute. The incompetent Resolute, yes, that, that, that desk. And uh, uh, he said they're going to call this the Abraham Agreement, named after Abraham, right? And uh, <laughs> he said, he said, uh, of course, I wanted to call it the Donald Trump agreement, but uh, that that wouldn't have looked good. Ha ha ha! And he he almost he almost said it the way you're supposed to say that, 
when you're clearly joking. And uh, so, so we'll, we, we're, we're going to give him one fifth of a cookie. Well, it's unintentional. I mean, when you unintentionally yourself effacing, it doesn't count. And the reason they want to, what, what Betsy DeVos is trying to do is to, to kind of progress an Abraham agreement because she wants everybody to go sacrifice their son to go to school. That's what, that's what she's trying to do. Holy God, she's an Old Testament there. But he's got this is shades of the great campaign. Remember from 2016 where he had the one black guy spots out in the audience. He goes, hey, look at my African-American. Remember that? Remember that clip? He's got like as many Jews as he can lined up behind him for this agreement. Like, hey, look at my Jews. Look at my 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 yo Semites. Look, that's basically, he's got stupid-ass Kushner back there, looking like Ichabod Crane in a suit that even Goodwill wouldn't take. Mnuchin's behind him. It's just it's just a Jewish rogues gallery. It's just begging anybody at all. Hey, I dare you to call me an anti-Semite. Look at this army of fantastic Jews that I have lined up behind me as I have achieved peace in the Middle East where everyone else failed. Well, how, how could he be anti-Semitic? His lawyer was Roy Cohn. <laughs> <laughs> So they continue to struggle with ways to attack Kamala Harris without seeming outright complete racist, which is basically what all of these arguments are shrouded in. Even the Janine Pirro stuff on Fox, even Fox had to catcall her down because I think Janine Pirro's thing was, well, you know, the Democrats really know that Joe Biden's going to croak before November. So this was a wink, wink selection that she's going to be the real nominee on the ticket. And even even the people on the five had to go, oh, come on. That's even too crazy for us. They had to, they had to just shout her down from that. And even Brett Baer had to call her out on that one because it was just too nutty, even for the afternoon block on Fox, Brad. Um, well, we're only less than, what, 48 hours uh into this as as we speak um i i don't know where they're going to go with this i, I would assume either. i would assume that they're just going to throw every racist trope that they can think and and by the way remember they're forgetting we've already had a black president okay right. so it's not that big of a stretch right now to think of uh, someone who isn't white being the vice president. And again, that's just me. But but since Donald Trump erased Barack Obama from the record books and from the uh, history books, maybe this would be the first person uh, serving at such a high level because, as, as you know, Obama never happened, right? And we repealed everything he's ever done. That's correct. Right. So I guess that's the point of view there. Um, but you, you know what I would do if, if, if I were Trump and I, they're not going to listen to me. They don't care what I say. If I were them, I would completely ignore her and I would just talk about in you know, all the derisive ra- ways that they're doing it, Joe Biden and Trump in effect said yesterday that whether it all gets down to, 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 uh, me and Joe Biden. Mike Pence, by the way, has been great, but he 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 didn't finish the sentence and say, but no one fucking votes because of Mike Pence. Okay, no. he, no. he he didn't say that, but he did say that in so many words. So he should think about that and not worry about who the vice president is. And of course, she's going to be really really good at at uh, at, at at driving him 
crazy. But again, if you go back to 2008, and uh, we're old enough to remember those thrilling days of yesterday, when they they tried to position Barack and Michelle Obama as uh, founders of the Black Panthers, um, that famous New Yorker cover of uh, of of them uh, uh, palling around with terrorists, right? Exactly. And, and, and all She's got a massive fro. He's got the dashiki right. and all that stuff. Of course, of course, they were making fun of that trope. Fine. They weren't advancing Fine. it, but that didn't no. matter no. because uh, uh, and, and and so it, it's, it's. I just don't think it's going to work this time. I don't think it's going to stick because she's too good. She is. She she's too smart and. You know, that's the problem. I mean, this isn't Dan Quayle that's running for vice president. No, and, okay. and that, if you want to go after her on any of these things about her being a Marxist or being uh, corrupt or being too prosecutorial or not or being soft on crime, you're throwing big, fat fastballs across the plate, and she will crush them. You might as well walk the ball up to Bryce Harper and just say, pound this 500 feet. Because that's exactly what she's going to do every single time. It, it, it's all. It, I really almost feel sorry for the people that are trying to make these stupid arguments because she will unleash and she will destroy all of them. And she's able to do it in a way where people, it, it, you know, it won't make her seem nasty, Brad. She won't be nasty. That seems to be what, what Trump has kind of centered on, which is it, it, the definition of nasty, particularly is any woman who disagrees with Donald Trump. I believe in his world. That is that is what it means to be sure. a nasty woman. Am, am I right that's about a, that? That's a given at this point. That's yeah. that's not even a. So if he still wants to go with nasty and somehow think he's going to get any, any traction with that, that's not going to work either. They it, it is so funny to see them take this Rubik's cube and try to turn it and twist it and well, take the stickers off, and they just cannot solve this. Well, think about the fact that. We've known and we've said, and it's obvious and it's not really an arguable point, that Donald Trump's vocabulary is limited, as is his repertoire of insults. It, it You know you know him like you know the back of your hand. Uh, loser, a mess, uh, disaster, nasty. You know, he's, he's got such a tiny universe of 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 words to play around with and he can't get outside of them and the law of diminishing returns we talked about this before i believe it has uh, set in i i believe that um for him to 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 win this election is going to be quite a heavy lift now again the voter suppression issue and you know obviously that that plays into this but i'm just talking about based on the polling based on his miserable performance with the coronavirus, or which he lies about every day and says the same thing every day for the first 20 minutes, and he reads the same script every day. You've certainly by now, I think, seen the supercut where they, they, they pasted together him saying the same words every day because you've watched that in the, you know, when he comes out there and he starts reading, we get more ventilators, and you go, I, didn't he just say that yesterday? And the answer is, yes, he did say that yesterday. Um, didn't he seemingly say it the same way? Yes, he he's reading the same script every day. And, and, and I'm not I'm not just saying that figuratively. It is it, it, it's the same words because they can cut from Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday and have him complete a sentence or talk over himself 
and he's saying the same words. And so they, the limited repertoire isn't just to insults. It's to the, the disinformation and the cherry picking of, of statistics to try to spin the response by his government with no plan on the coronavirus into something that you think well, we're the best in the world. They call me every day asking him, how do you do it, sir? How do you get these results? How do and, and it's, I don't think it's working at all. I don't think it's working. And uh, his body language is so negative. He is a defeated guy out there every day when he comes out. And on Wednesday, when Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris uh, did their joint appearance at three or four in the afternoon, and it was well choreographed, uh, it was done really pitch perfect considering the circumstances they had to work with. Um, everybody knew their place, where to go. They both spoke for about 15 minutes glowingly uh, about each other, told some great stories, and uh, beat the shit out of Trump for uh, a few minutes appropriately and because trump would never ever let them be the only news story of the day and who's making a speech he decided he had to get out there again and say the same words again read the same script again with the same false facts which i don't know how that's even a that's an oxymoron because if it's a fact it's it's, it's true. not false yeah exactly so, right right but anyway you get the point and he just and, and so his energy level was so far down. It is every day. He doesn't start to perk up until he starts to get questions when he can uh, answer like a complete asshole. Okay. <laughs> um, that, that energizes him just a little bit more than when he's reading off the script. I mean, let's be honest about this. You cannot be 260 or 270 pounds, eat Cheetos and fried chicken all day and go out there and, and have some kind of energy at four or five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sorry. You can't do that. I, I, I happen to know from experience that big fat load stuffs himself full of all kind of preservatives and all kind of carbohydrates and all this shit. He's going to be just a, a, an awful human being and he was never going to make any sense anyway. So forget it. It's, it's so, it's so over. And I don't want people to even think that, but it is that we need to act like this is a 50 50 race, but in reality, it's not. We need to put the pedal to the metal, and if you can give a couple bucks to the Biden campaign or you can give a couple bucks to Roy Cooper or whomever, you need to rock and roll with that. But he, you're right. He he is down and out right now. He is showing no energy. He is showing no conviction whatsoever. And part of the reason is because he's running on hate. All you ever do when you wake up every morning and look for something to hate you run out of oxygen at some point. You cannot fuel your body and your persona and your psyche with that long term. It's just not sustainable. And you're seeing the guy fall apart right in front of your eyes. And to an extent, I love it. I want to see it happen in November. But it's not happening for him. There's no traction on anything right now, Brad. Uh, yeah. Now, next week is the Democratic uh, Convention the zoom version of it i guess uh, we're going to see and um apparently again just like we spoke about 3 minutes ago uh don is intending to try to disrupt every minute of it by making appearances and uh i think what is going to happen is he is going to be ignored 
He's going to be ignored by the networks. Yes, Fox may cut away from Democratic coverage to uh, cover Trump if he's speaking at the same time that uh, Joe Biden is speaking or, or, or some of the other top-tier people are because he's trying to hog the spotlight. God forbid anybody ever gets a word in in America except him, um, which, by the way, that will just make him more angry, right? He will just get more pissed. You know, what, what do you mean you didn't cover me live? What do you mean you put me down in a little box in the corner there with no audio? What do you mean you can't do that? I'm the president of the United States. What do you mean I'm on C-SPAN 5? Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know there was 5, but, but there I am. Uh, they're gonna, he's gonna, it's just mark your, your box right now. He's gonna cry next week about the coverage. He's gonna cry that Fox has sold out conservatives in America for carrying any part of the Democratic convention. Donald Trump is gonna just whine and live tweet and try to undercut and shit on everything. And it ain't gonna work. You've gone to the well too many times on this, pal. It's over. There's no way for you to be effective about this because long ago we stopped listening to you. A long time ago on anything that was important or wasn't important because you weigh in on everything and you are tedious. And it is, as Brad pointed out, it's the same shit every day. But you, you can just you know exactly what he's going to say next week and he's not going to be able to stop himself. And if anybody has the balls to say, well, you know, maybe you should be concentrating on other things like the economy and like trying to get rid of this virus that's killing us instead of spending hours and hours watching the democratic convention, he'll, he'll strike back and lash out at that. You know, that's going to happen. Oh, there's, there's no doubt about it. And the stupid part of this is, uh, the Republicans have the advantage because they get to go second. And it's, you know, the one who goes last, who gets the last word in, always kind of has the advantage. But he can't even allow for that. He has to try to Bigfoot the the uh, Democratic convention the way he's he, he's going to try to. And again, it's just going to it's just going to look uh, it's just going to look pathetic. But you know, there yeah, nobody can say no to him. Nobody can tell him this is not a good idea. You know, I mean, we all know that. So, so we're past that. But that's now, why this needs to happen. This, he needs to be crushed yeah. in November because this yeah. virus needs to continue on for the Republican Party and the rumors of him running if he's alive in 2024 need to live on. Do you think Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz or Nikki Haley or anybody else will be able to get one ounce of oxygen in 2024 with any kind of a run with asshole boy over here trying to hog the spotlight or one of his idiot offspring trying to hog the spotlight and run well, for president. No, I, I, I think I can predict this with great assuredness based on what we've seen so far. Um, is he really going to run in 2024? He'll be 70. He'll be 78, 79. It won't matter. He, but hang on, hang on. He'd be 78, 79. So, uh, you know, of course, a normal person uh, after having been president would want to want to try to do it again. But what he will do even if he doesn't intend to run this time in 2024, if he loses, um, is to keep everyone in suspense. I'll let you know. I haven't decided yet, which, of course, you know that what that would do. That would freeze everyone in place because no one, no one would want to run in a primary against Donald Trump. And uh, as more and more people declare themselves at a certain point, Trump would have to say, I'm running 
or not running, but his goal will, of course, be chaos and you know, destroying everything in his sight. What does Godzilla do? Does Godzilla worry about collateral damage? No, Godzilla is collateral damage. He just knocks shit down. That's That's it. Just, just, just break shit. And, and, and so uh, if he loses and he's not in prison, okay, um, then – uh, I, I think he'll just play this game like he does all the, I'll let you know in two weeks. Uh, I've got a great, uh, you know, m- maybe in 2024, we'll get his uh, fantastic health care plan. You know, possibly <laughs> the, one, the one he keeps saying he's about but even to if it's not yeah, even yeah, if it's yeah. not him, even if he's in prison or he's dead in 2024, it's going to be is Ivanka going to run? Is Ivanka going? Well, she'll make an announcement and that's going to choke more oxygen out of the Republican Party, which I love because they need to own well, you're, you're what right. they've done for four years. Right. I, I don't think any of them are ever really going to be real candidates. No, but, but they're it, just it, like it doesn't matter. It's 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 right. it's not to be. It's to seem. <laughs> it's, exa- it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing that he did. They just want the publicity out of the whole thing, and then maybe they'll they'll do like he did, and then fuck up and win. Maybe if I, oh, oh no, the electoral college came through for me. I wasn't ready for this. Maybe stupid Don Jr. will be the next. You know, you have no idea. But the Republican Party has to have all of this, the life choked out of them every time something like this happens and every time there's an election and any time there's going to be a sober assessment of a Marco Rubio, a Ted Cruz, a Nikki Haley, whoever it is, whoever, what's a Jim Jordan. Boy, that would be a great candidacy. Any of those people, if you really start to sit down and look at those people, it needs to be swamped by this stupid-ass heavy metal music coming from the Donald Trump camp and the Trump organization. There shouldn't even be anybody, any, anybody on Fox or anybody, any conservative who wants to even consider any of those people I just mentioned, they should be shouted out and they should be drowned out when you could have the idea of another Trump coming into office. And that's what will happen and that's what needs to happen because the Republican Party has been crushed by this guy and they just can't see it. And they, But they need to own exactly the bullshit that they've acquiesced to for the past three and a half years. Um, I think you're right, except there's this, again, collateral damage across the country done – uh, on behalf of and in the name of tens of millions of people. In other words, uh, we'll just pick a subgroup of uh, folks, people that you haven't been speaking to for the last three and a half or four years because your friendship has broken up because they're, they're Trumpers. And you know, these people are out there, and they were your friends. Do they become your friends again? Is there some kind of uh, resolution to Trumpism in this country or – um, does it just continue on forever? Uh, it's going to outlive me. It's going to outlive you. Is is this idea of this this poisonous view of uh, anyone who doesn't agree with you, um, the hate, uh, the racism, um, the worst aspects of republicanism, which have been growing up since the 1950s, but They've always figured out a way to nuance it, for the most part, and get away with it and and show a veneer not quite as blatantly racist. So here comes a guy who says, fuck that, I'm all in. What Republican autopsy after Mitt Romney lost? That is bullshit. We're we're in, we're all in on it. Now, so there's no way to put the genie back in the bottle, right? The, The Republican Party cannot go back to pretending that they are not racist. They cannot do that. It, it, they can't do it. So I don't know what, what everything looks like 
after Trump leaves the scene. And, and eventually he will leave the scene. Although God, his father lived to 93. Holy shit. There you go. But even with him stuffing all of that, that stupid fast food into his gut, he'll probably live to be 90. But I, I, if he does, they should, I mean, at some point, do you think, even if he's out of office for two years, he's got approval ratings that are negative. You know, there are babies that are being born that don't even like Donald Trump. They haven't been born yet that don't even like Donald Trump. Do you think they, they stop taking the call on Fox and Friends in two or three years? And they don't put him on the air at 730. Boy, I t- oh, God, you just said something that I'm, I'm starting to sweat. Just 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 li- the, the idea that, that not only will he not go away, but he will have a forum, whether it's his own or whether it's Fox or uh, whatever media outlet, including Twitter, um, to to haunt us for years. It would be as if Hitler lived, Hitler lived had Twitter, and had his own uh, major newspaper. There was no TV in 1945, but he had his own major newspaper to publish every day what he thought of what was going on post-World War II. Because, I mean, theoretically, Hitler didn't have to die for the war to end, right? The war was was ending anyway. It was over. Exactly. He could have lived, but what if he would have lived and he was a fairly young guy. He was in his what mid to late late fifties or so. So he's he's out of office. He finds right. exile somewhere, yeah. and they can't get to him. And he's able to publish a newspaper, get his thoughts out there on a daily yeah. basis, have editorials, and and be on Fox and Friends at seven thirty every morning with those three white people on the couch. That's right. Do you think he would admit he was wrong because no. Germany lost the war? No. 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 All, these, uh, all these great Jewish conspiracy. Well, it looked a lot like four. Chan. It would look like some of the some of the threads that you see on Reddit today. I did want to get to this before we we left. Jenna Ellis, who on LinkedIn describes herself as a senior legal advisor at the Trump 2020 campaign, put out a she's tweet a crackpot, yesterday. By the way, she's, she's not. She's, she's a crackpot. And this is during or right after the appearance with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and she said Kamala sounds like Marge Simpson. Now, the story here is that someone who is allegedly a relatively intelligent person with, uh, you know, a high education. I'm looking here. It says she got her legal, her law degree from the University of Richmond, Brad. The story here would be that the University of Richmond should be calling her and telling her to give that law degree back. And whatever bar that she belongs to would be saying, you're no longer a member, GTFO. But no, here on FoxNews.com, the story is how liberal Twitter erupted at this <laughs> simple complaint that Jenna Ellis made about Kamala Harris sounding like Marge Simpson. Well, it, that it, is it, the story in Fox it, World. It, it, it's not a complaint. It's, it's, it's a fact that... Apparently, you've either never watched The Simpsons, you know nothing about The Simpsons, um, or you're just certifiably insane. You know, she is the she is the heart and soul of the show. She is the most decent person on the show. She's the best of the best on that show. In terms of all the characters, if if you want to just you know pull out the the characteristics of each one, right? She's she always does. The right thing. She keeps the family together right, every right, single right. time. So, so to to think that you're insulting uh, uh, Kamala Harris by saying that she's Marge Simpson is well, well you know what? You you suck. You're Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> you know, 
you, you are the worst football player I have ever seen. Tell you what. You're Tom Brady. You suck. Let I mean, me it tell doesn't you make any sense. You're Vince Lombardi. You know, you sound just like Vince Lombardi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so, no, she, she is, I've seen her on TV. But Brad, the liberal, she, the liberals lost their mind over this. No, the, the liberals, liberals didn't lose their mind over no, this. They did. It's and, right here. Yeah, but, but that's that's the way every story is portrayed. When <laughs> someone says it. something stupid, uh, who's a Republican or on Fox or the the the, the story isn't the story. It's the uh, everyone's losing their mind over the fact you said something stupid. That's the story. It's like when the truth leaks out about Donald Trump. It isn't what the facts are within that truth it's the fact that anybody ever found out about it right let me and, let me write this let me let me tell you this uh, just a little deeper dive on this woman because a lot of people don't know who this woman is she's just part of the the vermin that kind of surrounds donald trump uh, i'm looking on the lawandcrime.com website it says that miss ellis just 2 days after the 2016 mass shooting that left 49 dead and 53 injured at the pulse nightclub the gay nightclub in orlando ellis wrote a blog and the first line of the post was, I'm disappointed conservatives are acquiescing to the LGBT agenda. Right, of course. As they're unpiling bodies from a nightclub, this woman is criticizing Republicans for, quote, unquote, acquiescing to the LGBT agenda. She later called the shooting a tragedy, but criticized conservatives for embracing and advocating for gay rights. Uh, would one of those rights be the right to breathe air and have your heart beat without having bullets pierce your skin? I, I just that's not really a right. It's not in the first ten amendments. How silly of me. In particular, she said that Jim Hoff, the founder of the right wing website Gateway Pundit, was wrong to write on Breitbart after the Pulse Club massacre. It's time for gays to come home to the Republican Party. Well, that's a double whammy because that was a really stupid article for him to write in any sort of context text and then she's pissed at him for writing something stupid well so this is the kind wait, wait, of human wait, wait, we're talking hang on I, I i get his angle okay he's trying to he's trying I to do. use wait wait hang on he's trying to use the shooting um to to play you know it, it, it's like the uh you know martin luther king would have been a republican today kind exactly. of argue. Wait, wait, wait. but 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 she's mad at him just because she doesn't want any gays near her right doesn't want no matter what reason it might be even if it's upside down logic that the guy is using to to try to draw in people in the middle of a crisis, so yeah, it's 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 five ways from Sunday wacko, and and, and is. she is she, she or as, as Ted Cruz likes to say, a wacko bird. It's a wacko. Is that like does a wacko bird like to eat nothing burgers? Yeah. Brad and Brit dot com.